This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Jimmy from Boston. Petey, you can't be sashaying up strangers' driveways with those obscenely white choppers and that tiny fucking dog asking young boys if their parents are home. You definitely want a Fredonia's most notable now, kid. Sebastian Show, we're back, like, just clockwork, what's up, bro, new location for anyone watching on the video, what's up? New, new location, I had a problem with the air conditioning unit up in the theater, had to oh. do a uh, late, late move down here into one of the bedrooms, so uh, that's where I am. Way to uh, adapt, brought... way to oh, adapt. Oh, you just, you just move the equipment right down the stairs and set up shop, uh, it's amazing what you could do with a ring light. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> and, no, and notice, and, and, yeah. and, and listen, if you, if you listen to other podcasts, if you watch other podcasts, you will see behind them, they got uh, you know, characters or images or the name of the podcast behind them. Yeah. This podcast does not give you anything no. outside the box what it gives you is solid content and material we don't need anything no. here no, right? that's it beautiful it's, a, it's, like, it's I a love bunch it. of fucking bells and whistles <laughs> look at us in case you get bored you can read the sign behind yeah. me <laughs> You're not going to get bored we do it an hour we have fun it's great where are we going what do you got let's start let's just low key here where are we start <sighs> I'm immersed into Euro 2020 right now. Uh, for those of you that do not know, that is the European Cup. All right. Uh, I have been following the Italian team, uh, and I'm God. I'm partial to the Italians, but I gotta tell you, I mean, is a prerequisite to get on the team. You have to be stunning because it's like the whole. Team, yeah. Yeah. there's not yeah. one ugly guy there. I mean, it's just like when you when you try out, do they go, "Come here, I got to talk to you." And they listen, you're unbelievable. Your right foot is just solid, but on a scale of one to ten, you're seven. And if you look around, yeah. Yeah. we got a bunch yeah. of we got a bunch of tens here. Yeah. So listen, it's like you could be the best dancer in the world if you got no chest, honey. You're not a rockette. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> My point is. I think they cut that off early in Italy. I think like by seven or eight years old, if you're a boy and your hair isn't flowing down the right side on a fast break, they're like, listen, shut it down. No bald, no bald guys are playing on the European Cup team. Oh, my. It, it is just uh, – and I, I recently watched a documentary, and uh, these are for the soccer fans out there. Uh you all know and remember Roberto Baggio. You remember this guy? No. Oh, God. He had a beautiful ponytail that you typically don't see on Italians. It was like beaded. 
it was like a beaded ponytail that came down to his mid back. Oh, really? And the name of the documentary, translated into English, is the Divine Ponytail. Oh, <laughs> was that was was the guy great? He was one of the best uh, Italian players to play the to play the game. He was a forward. However, he missed a crucial penalty kick in the World Cup that could have won them the World Cup against Brazil. So, anyway, I watched that. It was fascinating. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, even today, right? Tomorrow, we'll give you a week training. If you went to kick uh, a penalty kick, is there, would you say against the best goalie there is, whoever the ponytail guy kicked it against in his prime, you stay, even you, 50-50 chance it goes in? I mean that that's how did he miss the goal did he get did the goal he, he went he went over the goal he, he didn't even get yeah he, he nerves got to him world stage billion people watching he comes up and it sails over the goal post nothing to do with the goalie all all mind all mind game oh, and listen wow. I've been in that situation not not of course at that level in a high school level where it's uh, you know games on the line it's a penalty yeah. kick and I've missed. I, I went wide, wide right, so I know the pressure. But getting back to the Italian team and, and how how unbelievable. Like they all, and I don't know if this was a team mandate. They all had scruff, you know. You know how baseball players do that. Like for the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. they all like grow a beard. This wasn't a beard. This was like tight, like you know, like it. It wasn't full. It was just everybody like almost like they called in the same barber and said, listen, just trim it down where you ever see like that beard. It's kind of like yours. It's just like turf almost. It's just it's (laughs) it's 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 a level on the buzz clippers and and they're, they're, they're trimming it before the game. They're tightening it up. That's it's not as if the only other route you go. Is and I've done this before. The when you want your beard to be at the exact bubble, like uh, what do you call it? You know, stubble level that you want. What you have to do is do a clean shave, and then count the days when you look in the mirror and go, "Oh, day eight. So then, when you have like a wedding or something, you shave eight days prior to the wedding. Now, oh, what a move. I didn't even think it. So these guys, half the soccer team, eight days before the first game, they were probably all out with a straight razor, just getting it soft as a baby's ass, knowing <laughs> by tip-off time it is going to be popping, baby. You know? <laughs> That's the most natural discipline way to get it where you want it to be. No, well, I, I, uh, I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, well, I, you know what? Now with the gray and shit, I don't even like growing, nah, growing out a beard. Dude, a little gray in the beard, it lets somebody know when you're telling them something that I, I got years, guy. You <laughs> yeah, see this? I, I, I don't, don't dismiss me. I'm not a thirty year old fucking thinking I know. I yeah, know. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You maybe embrace I, maybe... it in your hair. How come you don't embrace it in the beard with the gray? I don't know because you know what? You know what? I don't like the way it's If it grew in salt and pepper, you know, <laughs> like the. Like the... <laughs> I love you shaking. <laughs> it's just like there's a stripe here. It looks like a fucking zebra. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... Yeah, it's oh, not a. Not, it's, it's not. I hear you. 
So, uh, and I got to tell you again, soccer coaches, <laughs> I mean, you look at these guys, they're just sitting on the bench with, with their with their legs crossed in an Armani suit, right? Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Guy's like 60. He's got beautiful silver hair just sitting there watching the game. You would think he was at his, in his living room, right? Every once in a while they get up, they scream, but they go back to, I'm ready for them to pan to the guy and he's got like a fucking newspaper open. <laughs> well, you know soccer better than me. By the time the game starts, it's, is there much adjustment? Is there much a coach can say or do? Uh, like I know in basketball there's a lot of involvement, but it is what it is by game time, right? Yeah, but I mean, there is some instruction coming from the, you know, like, hey, drop back, or you know, there, there, there definitely is. Hey, you know, cross it to him; he's wide open. There's things that they're seeing that definitely need to be communicated to the team. But just the way they look, and like, then you then you turn to football coaches, and they're like, they might as well be eating a hot dog and French fries on the sideline, right? <laughs> Wiping ke- wiping ketchup off their mouth. This guy's <laughs> sipping on an espresso, eating a biscuit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just listen. Say what you want about us. So you're saying more than we should about Italians, but the professional coaches are wearing suits, man. That's so classy in America and baseball. They're wearing the uniform. It's embarrassing. <laughs> you ever see Joe Torre trudging out at 65 years old in the uniform? It's embarrassing. <laughs> you bring up a great point. Why isn't there a baseball manager that goes, you know what? Forget the stupid uniform. I'm wearing a full-blown suit. So when he comes to the mound, he's got he's straight he's he straightens his tie as, as he's coming out to the mound. Straighten his tie, maybe his cufflinks. Hey, you don't even go up to the mound. He stays on the grass. You don't want to dirty the shoes. He just gives a two-finger wave to the pitcher to come down off the mound. We chat it up. I go back, but you know, like you said, like you roll up the sleeves maybe if you're real mad. Even when you argue, yeah. You come out there, you, you, you're in your uniform and you're doing the chest bump and you're throwing your hat. It gets you nowhere. You never get the call overturned. You come out in a suit and just wave over the umpire and go, you know, and just whisper. I mean, you got a better chance. I'm sorry. If a guy comes out, and I never understood baseball where they come out and they start kicking dirt on the umpire. Remember they used to do this? It looked like... It looked like a four-year-old having a t- <laughs> yeah, yeah. temper tantrum. But if you saw a guy come out of the dugout, rolling up his sleeves, his cuffs, and, and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> By the way, how many more people would watch? Every Italian in America would be tuning in. Every time the, the coach went out to the mound, it would be like uh, Tony Soprano oh. coming outside the club <laughs> to wave somebody over. Come here. Let me take you a minute. Let me take you a minute. God damn! Oh, I didn't man. know they wore suits and football. Uh, suits, slacks. I mean, like, and and the and they're outside on grass. Like they're not like Pat Riley was to me the ultimate head coach. Guy slick oh, yeah. back hair, the Armani suits, folded arms. He looked like you know an authority yeah. figure. Okay, yeah. 
but that was inside. He was in a indoor. This these guys are outside. Like you would think they would be wearing cleats. These guys are wearing fucking Gucci slip-ons. Oh, oh man, I love it. I love it. Now, now, are these guys playing? Does the champion of that get automatically invited to the World Cup? Uh, no, it has nothing to do with the World Cup. Uh, this oh, okay. is a separate tournament that just has European teams. And uh, yeah, it's if, if you haven't watched it, it's what is it today? Wednesday, Friday, Italy's playing Belgium noon. Yeah. So I, yeah, I I can't wait to tune in. I tell you another. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen too. Another another handsome bunch tends to be a, a lot of Russian hockey players. Chiseled jaw, that same stuff coming in. Like I was one time playing in Canada, and all the Rangers were in the parking lot, and most of the New York Rangers at the time were Russian, and it was like it was like an audition for a Die Hard movie, man. <laughs> Holy shit! You know what I'm saying? Just blue eyes and the chiseled jaw, left and right. And then you brought up the baseball players, man. I mean, sometimes you ever watch a game and some of those guys come out there. I'm like, what is he doing in the offseason? Model for fucking Gucci? Look at this guy. Right? Unbelievable. Yeah. I. I and by the way, sidestep, the, the hockey players as a whole are the best down-to-earth athletes I've ever encountered. Hockey players yeah. are the best. Hands yeah. down. Hands down. Good guys. What do you got? What's going on over there? Well, while you were talking about European sports, actually, I uh, did you happen to see the crash in the Tour de France? Yeah. With the, with the lady had that. Listen, yeah. listen. It's obviously horrible, and these people shouldn't be that close, and they get in the way, and, and, and there's, that's all that. And I feel terrible for everybody that crashed. I do. But did you see the crash? I saw a woman holding a sign. It looked like a yellow Card- sign. Cardboard. 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 I Cardboard watched sign. It, I watched okay. it like ten times in slow motion. Okay, hold well, on, hold on. Let me get it. Let me let me make sure I saw the video in its entirety. She's holding a sign, but she's facing her back is towards the riders, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Who the hell is she flashing the sign to? That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. People supposed to look back and uh, see it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. So, do you know what the sign said? Uh, no. That I didn't check that out either. I oh, mean, okay. Okay. But, so, what do you what, know? Well, when I first watched it, I was like terrible and blah blah blah. But I remember thinking it was just cardboard, though, right? So then I went back because I heard they arrested her, which they should. And you know, it's bad. You know, but I went and I looked at it. Bro, if you watch that thing like four or five times in a row, I mean, is anyone saying to the guy on the bike, what's, it was a cardboard guy. Like, you got to watch it. As soon as he sees it, he does a wiggle with the wheel. Like, if you're biking and a squirrel came out, and you get a little nervous. And he couldn't regather. And, and, <laughs> no. and, and I'm... It's a tough spot to say here, man, and I don't want to make <laughs> waves, but I, if I was his wife, I think I'd just say at some point in bed, I'd be like, you know, Tim, I don't know his name. I'd be like, Tim, yeah, it's a piece of cardboard. I think you could have plowed right through that. <laughs> and I think he might go, I know, I kind of freaked out, and I'm, I'm just glad she's taking all the blame, but that wouldn't have knocked me off my Fuji going down uh, Main Street in Fredonia, bro. That's all I'm saying. I said it. I'll live with it. I'll take the hit. I feel terrible okay. it happened, but. Okay. 
He got scared and he wiggled the wheel. So do you think it was one of like an, an overreaction? That's exactly what it was. 100%, you know? And and the woman deserves everything coming her way, and it's terrible what happened. But, hey, a piece of cardboard is putting you down? Well, if you're going, what? They go about 30, 35 miles an hour. As far as I'm concerned, if you're going that fast, and listen, I don't know anything about biking, but I do know stuff about velocity and just putting two and two together. Yeah. Shouldn't you be able... Shouldn't that woman have broke her arms the way the guy was? Uh, well, I don't. They, that's the other thing. I don't think they were up to full speed yet. You know, they definitely had uh, some speed going, but they weren't blasting down at 65. And I also realized they were in a crowded situation. But, you know, I mean, to come to that woman's defense a little bit, I'm sure she's whispering to the person next to her in jail, there's a piece of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's practically a ribbon at the finish line. I mean, <laughs> I know how you feel about the woman, but I gotta tell you, <laughs> my mind goes to why are you at the race to begin with. <laughs> That's a big listen, man. It's a huge he, thing in the France. Don't listen. I, this 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 bit is already teetering on edit, and so it's not editing. <laughs> Why are you at the race, right? Like, <laughs> unless unless you're th the wife of one of the guys racing. Yeah, yeah. Why are you at a bike race? <laughs> well, let me ask you this: you live in you live in the outskirts of France, okay, in a house, and the Tour de France, let's say, comes by a quarter mile within your house, five minute walk. You've seen it every year, or just once. I was in France for the Tour de France on my honeymoon, right? Right. Outside on the on the hotel street yeah. is where the bikers would pass, right? Our balcony looked out onto the street. <laughs> I came out to the balcony. I saw him coming. Shoom, shoom. And I shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> oh shit. What's the scene? <laughs> it's a bit it's like a race. It's a big thing, you know? If you're, you're watching it as the race go by, but to 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 see people just pass you Unless you're at the finish line at the end and they're, they're, they're coming in. You're like, come on, go, go. What the hell are we watching? Uh, 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 you know, it's the beautiful countryside. Yeah, a lot of them come by. You, you know, you. One of the big perks, really, honestly, is people love to get that close, you know. And again, I can't reiterate enough how I feel bad, so bad for all the riders. But nevertheless, uh, that's that's a big sell. So if you pull those people away from the from the sides, then really no one would go because they like they. It's fun to get that close to a bike doing sixty five. I guess, man. Okay. I mean, that's a, what did you even what was it, it? Did you even what? watch uh, Armstrong whiz by? Armstrong was out of the game. By I was already. It, 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 it's just what is she doing at the race? Number one. number two. 
Why you got a sign? I mean, the, the mentality to make a sign. Right, right. Right, right away. I, I don't like that person. Jackie ran the Chicago Marathon. We had a sign. Go, mom. You come by and you're tired and you see that. You get that extra push. If you got someone in the race. Right, right. Yeah, it's true. If, if you just came and you were at home for an hour making a sign for a race that you don't know nobody in. I don't know. I got to question the mindset behind that. <laughs> yeah, listen, I hear you. I hear you. But it's interesting you say that because like when I went and watched Jackie run the Chicago Marathon, yeah, obviously when she came by, we saw her twice. We give the big cheer. We even kind of ran with her a little. But you find yourself... Even though you're just hanging out with the crowd and you don't know anyone, every once in a while, just the energy around you, you find yourself just going, yeah, you guys go through You go. It just, and you don't know nobody. And you're still doing it. To answer your question prior, LA Marathon was a block away from where I used to live in LA. LA. Yeah. I went down there, right? And I'm watching people. And people go, come on! And they're giving them oranges and whatnot. And people are coming by. <laughs> Not once did I ever feel like clapping my hands going, come on. I wanted to say, just peel off here. It's over. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I was at the 18th mile mark, <laughs> and it looked like fucking zombies. <laughs> <laughs> people, people bleeding. Like it's over. It's over. They got, come on, they got seven more to go. You're not giving a big cheer. You didn't not once. I'm not a cheer guy, bro. I go to a concert. I don't even know what to do. Like I go to a, like a concert. I, I I don't get concerts either. It's like okay, the concert starts. Everybody gets up. I'm like, I gotta get up. And then we. I I don't like. Live I'm, events. I don't know, man. Uh, I think if Michael Jackson was still alive, you'd be up front, you know, gutting, it's getting the only, crazy. It's the only, yeah, it's the only thing I'd go to. Yeah. It's the, it's the I know a girl. My sister's one of my sister's closest friends one time ran the New York City Marathon. And she said when she was coming into the, to the end, the end, it ends in Central Park, and she ran it by herself. And she goes, as I was coming in, I look over and Matt Dillon was leaning up against a tree with a cigarette dangling from his mouth, just giving a clap and smiling at her and to everybody who came by. And so she's like, I get, we got an extra little lift from Matt Dillon off in the corner by himself with a cig hanging. Like, come on. How cool. How cool. That's a cool way to where watch is, a race. Where is Matt Dillon? What's he up to? He's one of my favorites for a while. Still is. He is, man. I don't know where he's been. He's a stand-up comic. And here he is, Mr. Matt Dillon. Yeah! Yeah, how's it going? How are you doing? Come on, I don't roll like that. Come on. I actually don't feel good today. I was home today and I actually, I had a sandwich earlier. I had one of those, uh, those Hot Pockets. If you ever had a Hot Pocket, I have to tell you, it is the worst goddamn sandwich I've ever had in my life. I have, I have, I have, 
have no idea what's in the hot pocket. I don't think anybody in America knows what's inside, including the people who make this. I think what they do is they just take a piece of bread and then somebody takes a shit inside of it. Speaking of acting, so I can, um, sometimes at home my acting is unbelievable, like, but I could never, like, when I go on an audition, it's not the same thing. But, like, let me just give you an example. We're at this pool where we, we go, and there's a bathroom, right? And I go there with Sadie, and there's men's in the ladies' room. And when we're in the pool, she goes to use the ladies' room, and I got to go use the men's room, got to go to the bathroom. When you're in the men's room or vice versa, you can yell, and you'll hear it over the, over the thing into the other room. So I get in there, and then I go... Uh, as I go to the bathroom, I'm sitting in there, and I all of a sudden I do. It's a it's a total steal from the movie Scream when when the guy calls and he's like, "Hello, Sydney," right? But I go, <clears throat> "Hello, Sadie. You going to the bathroom again?" <laughs> oh God, bro, and, well, bro, that's, this fucking just made me really uncomfortable. Why? Well, she can't see me or anything, right? And then she goes, "Who knows who else is in there?" Ah, I, I, I can, that's true. Who knows who's coming in, but right? So then I go, but right after that, I'll go, hey, say, you still over there? And she goes, yeah, dad, what was that you just did? And I was like, what? Nothing. What do you, and I'll just be like, what? And then a few minutes later, I go, uh, your dad can't hear what we're saying, Sadie. Only you can hear this voice. Dad, stop! And then I run out to the side and I go, you coming out, say? Then I run back in. I oh. told you. We'll catch this conversation back home. And then I go and I jump in the pool and she comes out and she's like, Dad. And I'm like, hey, what's up? I thought you were never going to come out. Dad, I know it was you, Dad. I go, what do you even? And then I just kind of play it off. And, I, and then when she goes back, did I do it again, bro? It's fucking crazy. But, like, if I had to do it in a movie, I'd be like, hello, Sadie. I take it. Fucking beat it. Get him out. And, and tell the manager who brought him in we don't want to see any more of their clients. <laughs> when you're in the bathroom, is there any other guys in the bathroom while you're doing this voice? No, no, there's no one else. And no one has come in when I was in there. But um, so that's never been a problem. But and it's because it's not that crowded too, you know. But it's so funny because once I thought of the idea of I'll just pretend that what he's saying, Dad can't hear, and then like <laughs> like so right after I say it, I do my regular voice, and uh, it's just fun, man. I just keep it going no matter what, man. I mean, it's, it's she's not an idiot. She knows. I know, but just the level of commitment to run back out and then run back in the bathroom again. Oh, bro, and then the coup de gras. I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I'll just one day when she's in bed and it's dark, I leave my mouth through the thing and go, I followed you home, <laughs> Sadie. Ah! <laughs> oh, mic drop, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bro, you got to write a book on these parenting oh, skills. Man. Oh, man, they're so unorthodox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired to write up. I hit a guy. I, I, I said this line to a guy playing soccer the other day, and I don't know if it was another parent. Nice guy. I don't know if it was a little too rough around the edges to say this, but we have daughters, and we we're talking about... I don't even know if I could say it. I'll, all right, if it's out, it's out. But we're talking about... Sadie used to be in dance 
And I go, uh, yeah, I'm glad she doesn't dance anymore. She's doing karate and she loves it, you know? And he's like, no, I hear. I go, plus, I mean, how much more beneficial, right? Just saying. When she's 18 years old, I go, she's not going to be able to dance her way out of a rape. You know what I'm saying? You're going to do the Charleston hustle? You know? At 18, you come here and now, forget it. She'll split you in two before you get a finger on her. (laughs) She's going to be walking the campus at 2 a.m. just looking for a fight, you know? Come on. (laughs) <laughs> All right, is that out too, bro? That's out too, bro. <laughs> That's out too. I don't know. What we're, we're living in crazy oh, times. God damn. So, oh, man. Uh, what else? You got anything? <laughs> Jackie's doing better, by the way, from the tick bite. Yeah, we're back on track there. Back on track. Uh, the rest of the t-shirt orders, this show comes out Saturday. I can comfortably say almost every t-shirt order, I think all of them will be out by Saturday. Sorry, it took a little while here, but half my staff went out with Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't yeah. have Lyme disease. Luckily, we got it in time, so that's that. Yeah. The Pete and Sebastian Show. Take you back. Do-do-do-do, take you back Yeah, yeah Let me me take you back here I think this is something I forgot to cover on the last cast Maybe we've covered this before I don't know where we're at with this I'm on the airplane And uh, I go to the bathroom I'm on the aisle seat And uh Do you think the the flight attendants are listening to people in the bathroom? Like, what's going on in there? Do you, do you think if, like, somebody goes in there to take a number two and it's, like, a fucking bomb? Number one, do you think you could hear that outside the bathroom where they're, like, making food? Yeah. So I just find it, I just find it yeah. odd that people are just ripping ass. And they're making like a steak and broccoli dinner like four <laughs> feet away from there, right? It's unbelievable, isn't it, man? I mean, the beauty of plastic. You got a little <laughs> quarter of an inch plastic panel separate. And like, can you imagine some of these people if that panel just collapsed and like right there, you like. It's that smell. That smell, Bob, is our shit. That's the reality of what's going on. I'm dropping a deuce. Right. I always I don't know if they eyeball or if they police like, oh, the last person in there, I think, threw up or that. But I always wonder, do they have any are they policing how long people are in there? That's a good question. But this is what happened to me. I, I went to the bathroom and I went to open up the door. And that person didn't lock it, and they oh. were they were number two, and they looked up. They they looked up now. Oh. <laughs> Eye contact. Yeah. Oh. And and then you just see like the the and it was a guy too. It's like it's like when you see somebody else sitting on the toilet in the in there. Yeah. You got you're like, oh god, you. <laughs> <laughs> You look too big. You just look too big. 
Even though you know what the people are doing before you in there, to actually see it probably made you be like, I can't even use that one now. I couldn't go to that bathroom again. I went to the one in the middle of the plane because I, he was just, and then I got to tell you, the guy was sitting in this seat like, <laughs> like uh, in front of me on the other side of the aisle. So he was on the aisle seat. And I, he knew and I knew what just happened, but it was just unspoken. I'm sorry. It's just, it, it creates a whole different vibe on the I fucking agree. plane. I'm saying. Listen, this is a fascinating conversation because I have to ask how long was the flight about? It was five and a, uh, six, uh, f- six hours. Okay. Anything under 10 hours, unless you have a bowel problem, I find, I don't know how you feel about this. I tend to feel you're irresponsible as an adult. If, if you didn't square away your shit situation before the flight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's not pissing. That's not pissing. This is something you can basically go, let me go now. So, and and to catch someone on a plane doing that, it's, <sighs> it's <sighs> either, either you've got a bowel problem. Or, I know people that like holding in because they enjoy doing it on the plane because it kills oh. time. Because it kills oh. time. Oh, God. Man. No, man. I'm no. sorry. I'm so, sorry, man. So, like, do you so, think if you, if you like, just caught him coming out and maybe he took a leak, it, w- it would be less uncomfortable than the fact that this man was dumping and you saw him sitting on a bowl of a f- it, commercial airline? I've done it. Like? I'm just saying. I've done it. You know what I didn't like? His positioning in, in the bathroom. The fact that he was... Like hunched over like this, you know, like he was he was hunched over like like I don't know, I, I don't know, like I was expect like if he was erect like this the fact that he was like his head and then the and then the look up oh. you know like the oh oh and, oh god oh. it's like oh god. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> So then I, I, I come back to my seat and I sit down and five minutes later I get a I get a tap. I, I'm sorry, I, I would you rather have a tap or would you rather have the person get up and, and go can I can I go would you rather be tapped to go I'm going oh, to the no, bathroom? No, 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 no. You don't you don't you don't you don't that's that's assault. <laughs> it's assault. Uh, right? I mean, you, you, you're tapping me. You, I, what you do is you do an undo of your, your belt buckle. You put your tray up. I get it. I see what's going on. I look over at you, and if I still don't, I've had people do the where they lean in to get in my eye view. That's fine, but I'm not, you don't. Doesn't that piss you oh. off a little bit? I don't know what's going on. Hold on. All right, Alex. Uh, all right, sorry. we don't hear that much. So, 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 so listen, guys, right here. What do you? Uh, <laughs> look at this. So, uh, here's my thing. I didn't like the tap, and I didn't like the fact that you saw that I went to the bathroom, right? 
Right, now, right. once that guy leaves the aisle, you even if you, you got to go, okay, I got to conjure up a piss here somewhere because yeah. this is my time to go. This guy waited five minutes, gave me the tap. But this is what I do, and I was thinking about this. When those people are getting ready to get up, I see it. Like, I see them. They they close the 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 table tray. They start putting their shoes on. I know that they're doing this. But I act like I don't see it. Oh. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, like, and then they're like kind of like moving in their seat. I see all that. But I don't go, oh, you want to go? I don't do any of that. I wait till they like really make it obvious that they're going to go. And I don't know why I do this because I get upset. As soon as I start seeing them, I go, oh, fuck, here we go. You got to go to the (laughs) bedroom. Well then, well then, now you got your answer as to why they're poking you in the shoulder, guy. <laughs> you go. I wait till they make it really obvious. Right, my bop, bop, bop. <laughs> no, it's like it's like they gotta stand. Once they stand up, then I do that. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to give them the. You don't want to let them think for a half a second that you've been thinking about them and their needs and what they might, right? I want them to think I'm so involved in my own world. Yeah, yeah. Even though I'm totally in tune with everything oh, I do that. Yeah. Again, that's great acting. It's like when you walk by someone, you see him, and you're like, I ain't going to say nothing if he don't say nothing. Then he goes, hey, Pete. I'm like, hey, Kev. <laughs> Holy shit. You know? You ever do that and you think the person knows that, like, you saw, you saw. Well, it brings me back to that, that sharing a flight next to, uh, what's his name, for oh. six hours. Oh. <laughs> Nick Kroll. <laughs> oh, Nick Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> for six. Six hours. That, that must have been exhausting after a while. Like I can't, you know, not being able to look to one direction for the whole time. Oh, oh god. my god, man! And you know, I don't know if you've oh. ever met him since. I haven't. For all you know, it's like for all you know, he's a fantastic dude. You know, it was just no, uh, it was great. It just like I told you, it, it passed the time of like saying hi. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, then it. Then, then it <laughs> <laughs> then the only way you can do it now is go, this is ridiculous. I'm embarrassed, right? <laughs> oh, my God. So funny, uh, we, man. Last night, um, again, with this thing. Uh, <laughs> we, got a, uh, we got another skunk in the yard. Really? Right? My question is, is this just like, all right, we're in the mountains. This is part of the landscape. And let them play or do we trap everything we see? That's a a good question. The other night, Lana and I are out in the covered patio and I hear a little rustling in the bushes. So I'm like, what the hell is that? I look up and there's a raccoon looking dead at me i mean like dead at me like sizing me up like if i were to think the thoughts of the raccoon he was going eh, i could take you oh yeah yeah so you felt like you were being sized up 
<laughs> wow. Do you know off the top of your head, do raccoon, raccoons attack people? Well, listen, if they're cornered, I know they do. But what, what we're talking about here is like, do they stalk like somehow, like a wolf and sometimes bears? You know, they do a recon, like, you know, for a few days. So, oh, is that right? Is that yeah. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe the raccoon's sitting there going, all right, they leave the, they leave the kids <laughs> for about a half hour usually when they bring out that juicy drink shit at noon. I mean, that's my win, though. You know, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you think they're that intelligent where they're going... The kids are available for about five minutes. I think I could get one of the kids. And then if I play my cards right, that fucking burrito that they leave on the table, I could take that home. Let the burrito. All they got to do is he's thinking I get one kid. I drag one kid 20 yards across the lawn and let him go. That's enough to get the whole family to move. Right? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> right? Message sent. Right? Next time it's 40 yards into the brush and you don't see the kid again. Pack your shit up. Give the land back to us. That's what's going on, guy. Well, there's so much wildlife back here. Yeah. The only thing that's fair is if you open up a casino on your property and let all the animals work there. <laughs> the shift bosses are watching the pit bosses. The casino manager is watching the shift bosses. I'm watching the casino manager. And the eye in the sky is watching us all. <laughs> I will play that one by you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So... So my question is, do you think the raccoon comes one night and then sees the skunk on the lawn and goes, what the fuck is he doing here? Or is it like shared real estate? Or is the skunk looking at the raccoon going, hey, hey, I've been coming here for years, you know? That's that's see now that's a fantastic question because I got this special berry tree in my backyard like a huck tree or something where the berries fall now and I've seen everything from a red fox to the other day a deer Duke chased a deer and I'm wondering like same thing like does the fox go back to the deer and go if you're looking for berries right up the hill there <laughs> and same thing with the skunk and the raccoon are they like not only not enemies are they pointing out the hot spots around there like did you get to the plants over by the pool area and, oh they got a nice you know <laughs> i mean it's like the serengeti where all these animals are <laughs> sipping water together you know as long as the sun's shining, the rain's coming down, there's no lions, we're all good. <laughs> That's a thing. Uh, what you, a cougar's got to be lurking, guy. A cougar? Mountain lions, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, they've been spotted in the in, in these, these these mountains. I mean, shit. If I wake up and there's a mountain lion in the back, <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing. Putting up yeah. a bear bear claw back there and no, catch well, this you, thing. You get your guy to catch it, but you go, you catch it. We're gonna keep it, and we're gonna have a cage for it. We're gonna have a pet tiger. How about that, right? <laughs> or cougar, whatever they are. Jeez, man. Yeah, you got the wild west out there, bro. Oh man. Oh man. Oh, man. I, I I don't know. It's like you. That's a great question for the trap. I'm like, 
you know, are we like trying to bail out of a sinking ship with a bucket of water? Am I just going to keep catching skunk after skunk? Or are we, you know, eventually going to wipe out the population and, and send a message here? Well, Lana said... Move the population, yeah. Yeah, Lana said that this was... She goes, this is the daughter of the mother that we caught. I go, what? How do you know? She goes, she was... She was around... You went to baby shower? <laughs> What the fuck? She was like, yeah, this is one of the offspring. I go, how the fuck do you know? She, goes, she was eating around where the mother was eating. I go, well, yeah. She was like, she probably smelled that the mother was there. I go, she was, she was eating the same shit the mother was eating. I go, there's something in the lawn over there that that's a train. It's not, it's not like she sniffed out mom from a month ago and said she was here. Huh? A lot of things she's nibbling on lettuce, missing mom. We used to eat here together all the time, every Tuesday. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. We caught the mom, and or we caught whatever, and we, we let it go somewhere else. Right. Do you think? Do you think the kids are sitting back at the nest, going, "The hell is mom at?" Right? And then they said, "I don't know. She likes to go eat in that that yard over there. Go see." And like last night is what? What are we talking about, guys? What are we talking about? <laughs> I'm fascinated by this because I wonder that too. Like, you know, when I took my dog, it had it had seven other puppies with it. You know, it's driving home in my Tahoe, and it's it's not seeming to be like, where is all my brothers and sisters? It's not doing any of that. It's like nibbling shit. Well, that's it. Is the mom is the mom going when you take one of the puppies? Is the mom going? What the fuck? It's my family. <laughs> I know, right? That's, that's a good point. Or well, later that night, there's one less nipple being sucked on, and she's like, what the, what the fuck? And is she sad? Is she, I mean, they, you know, it's fascinating. You know what I'm saying? It's really, I, I, had a, I had a baby bird, a blue jay that couldn't fly, and the mother was chirping. It was like two days ago, three days ago, it was chirping in a tree. And Sadie and I were out there, and, and she's like, look, the mama is worried about the bird. So we tried to pick up the baby bird with gloves on, but it would hop away. So we tried to direct it to a, a bush area where it would be safe. And then when we'd step away, and the mama bird kept chirping and chirping, she would fly down, get like within three feet of the baby bird, and then fly away. And it was like, what are you, what are you doing? You're chirping that you're gonna help it, and then you're landing and you're staring at it from three feet away, and you're flying away. What are you fucking doing? Either help your kid or not, right? Well, did you touch the bird? Didn't touch it. Had gloves. Didn't even use. Didn't didn't even get close enough to use the gloves. Didn't even get close enough. We didn't. We would have. Why is that? I heard if you touched the the baby, human hands touches the baby, the mama bird don't want anything to do with the baby anymore. She senses that. I thought that was just if you touch the egg. I don't know. Was that? I mean, listen. Yeah, we didn't touch know. it anyway. Swear to God, we didn't touch it anyway. And she didn't want yeah. anything to do with it anyway. It's like you, I you know, don't know. Maybe she said, yeah. eh, "Fuck it, and, you know, uh, give it up I for a dog." I, yell, I yelled. I yelled up to her. I'm like, "A cat's gonna get it. So do what you want, and that's it." You know? <laughs> I don't even know. Did I understand that? <laughs> no, nah, bro. Don't don't shy away. We're fascinated by that stuff. <laughs> We are. Oh God! Oh, yeah. So I don't know. All right. Fuck. So yeah, you, you got any? Did you have any Italian takes? 
Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I got no Italian takes. I got a teaser for next show, though. Let me, let me just say this. I'll try and tell the story. I'll make it short. I'm hanging out at my pool, and a neighbor of mine, a woman, comes over and says, Hi, I know her well. Real nice lady. She teaches what pool? You. What pool? What pool? I belong to a country club. Oh, it's not okay, an expensive okay, okay. thing or anything like that. I don't know how else to describe it though. And it's a cool. It's got a great pool right on the lake. And there's a you know people get married there. It's got a nice lawn. It's a beautiful place, right? So this woman, my neighbor, teaches yoga, and she was teaching a class on the lawn. And she's kind of all into that, you know, spiritual feeling good. And and we get to chatting, and she's telling me about a book that's fantastic and really changed a lot of things for her. And it's by Matthew McConaughey, right? Now, I got no problem with McConaughey. I'm a fan of the guy. He's a fantastic actor, top shelf. Uh, and it was called Green Light. And she's like, you know, he just talks about, he tells stories and gives advice about life, you know? And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, all right, sounds great, you know? So I go home, I tell Jack, I go, so-and-so was telling me about a book by Matthew McConaughey, you know? And then uh, Jackie's like, oh, and I go, do you believe that? Like, oh, McConaughey, naked, this bongo is going to tell us about life. So she Googles it, and she goes, oh, it's right here. I can, I go, yeah, all right, get it for the cast, man. But bro, cut two. Uh, I'm almost done. Three nights in a row. I'm up to like three thir- uh, two in the morning. Uh, tough to put down. I mean, McConaughey, I, it's a fantastic book, bro. Earn your Saturday nights. I'll give you that one right there. Little words of advice from McConaughey. Earn your Saturday night, guy. I'm living my life like this guy. I'm listening to it. Are you kidding me? No. I'm in in chapter two. I just started. Oh, my God, bro. I'm 200 pages in. The thing's only 297. It's... Was he talking about his crazy dad already, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> Bro, we're gonna be on the same page. We're gonna be like, uh, forget it. The shows are gonna have a whole new vibe after we're both done getting on McConaughey. But how do you pronounce it, McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. He he. Uh, <clears throat> you gotta hear him read the damn thing. Now, I've read my own book for my audio book. I've read my own book. Right. One of the hardest things I ever had to do is read verbatim out loud into a microphone while two people are watching you do this, right? Yeah. You get his audio book? It sounds like he's talking, and it's he's reading, but right. he sounds like he's talking. I was like, does yeah. this guy know the book by, by heart? Like, I'm sitting there reading my book, and, <laughs> and then in 1978... Mm-hmm. The, the, this guy's like in 1978. I gotta tell you, my daddy. Like, what the fuck, your dad? <laughs> <laughs> I can picture because I know it. I believe it, man. Because even reading it, you could just picture his voice and the way he speaks. You know, my mama came home. My mama was home. Called him a fat bastard. Hit my daddy. Blood was everywhere. And they in the pool of blood. And then they made love. <laughs> Sweet love. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sitting there going, this guy, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, and I don't know if you got this out of the book, but I started reading it, or listening to it, I shut it off and I go, I gotta start a journal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, you, you do have a journal, it's called five or six hour specials, alright? I mean, I know. This guy, this is, this is what I've learned so far in the book. 
he goes back to his journals and references the journal to see when he was doing well in life, successful. Who was he hanging out with? What was he doing? What was he eating? Was he exercising? And then he goes back and he looks at the down times. What was going on in my life when I was down? Was I was or, or when I was depressed? Did I did I break up with somebody? Did I have a fu- this guy's got a fucking journal of the last thirty years that he could go back to and refer to and go, oh. I was happy because A, B, and C. That's what I got to start doing again. Man. I got nothing to go back to. <laughs> oh, man. That's, it's funny, but, you know, I mean, that's a... Come even on, if bro. I did keep the journals, I don't know if I'd go back to them. I mean... You would, you would go read. You would like, tell me if you've been keeping a journal for two years that you wouldn't go back a year and a half and go. Let me see what the hell I was doing June fourteenth last year. Holy uh, Grace, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But so then you must have heard the part about the truck that was early on mudding in his truck. Did you get to that yet? And, and his red sports car. I don't know if I, I got to that. Well, because in the book, he tells stories, but then inside there'll be like a, a flap of like an inspirational thing or something. I don't I don't read that shit. That shit's like boring. I just read the book. So you probably got all that stuff too, that in between where like life is like a da-da-da, you got a ba-ba-ba-da and a ba right? Like, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, like rants like that. Uh, so are you done? You're you're done with it? Uh, I will be by tomorrow, man. I'm almost done. I mean, but I don't want to talk about it yet because you haven't finished it yet. You okay, know? All right, all right. I'll knock it out. I'll knock it out before next. You know? Crash. Do you know where he wrote it though? No. He he went out into the desert, and he wrote it. That's that's what a McConaughey move would be, right? Like I try to write, I got to come under my staircase and tell everyone to you know, leave me alone for five <laughs> minutes. Jackie's coming in, telling me I'm burning the wrong candle. This guy. <laughs> Tells his wife, I'll see you in six months. <laughs> takes takes a water filter, a big bag of weed, and heads for the desert. It's, it's, forget it. It's cool. He's cool. You'll be working with him, bro. You'll be working with him. They call me to hang, guy. He's another one I want to meet. All right. That's all we got here. Pete yeah. and Sebastian happy show. Fourth. Uh, happy 4th of July. Stay safe out there. I don't want to read in the paper that. Some idiot lost his eyeball because he was holding an M80 oh, on, his, on his yeah. fingertips. Yeah. It, it's bound to happen every year. Some yeah. idiot lights a f- firework off in their mm-hmm. mouth, and next thing you know, they lose half of their face. <laughs> be careful, man. Try to be careful. All right, man. We'll talk next week. Thank you for listening to the Pete and Sebastian Show. We are out. No logos. No nothing. Nothing but comedy. Good hanging, bro. Take care. The show has ended. And then they made love. (laughs) Sweet love. (laughs) 